This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Romans at chapter number 12. speak to us briefly on mindset. Somebody say mindset. I beseech you therefore brethren, verse 1 of Romans 12, the letter of Paul to the church in Rome. I beseech you therefore brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not confirmed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he also think, but to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one. But in Christ every one member one of another, having then gift different according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Because of time, quickly, First Samuel chapter number 30 from verse 1. First Samuel chapter number 30 and verse what? Verse 1. Now, there was a certain man I say verse chapter 30, 1 Samuel 30 and verse 1. 1 Samuel 30, about David. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekite had invaded the south and Ziglag and smitten Ziglag and burned it with fire. They passed. And had taken the women captive that were daring, they slew them not any, neither great or small, but carried them away. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Just stay there. In the situation that David is now, it is natural for most people to lose their mind, to start misbehaving, to operate illegally, roughly, wrongly, say all kinds of things. And like they say in law, there is no... Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Now, that's why I'm speaking today about mindset. Mindset is not a gift. Mindset is developed. Whatever your mind is now, your state of mind, it took time for you to operate in that level of mindset that you are. Underline what I said, you are not born with this. You grow in it. It is developed. It as a result of your environmental influences. Where you are, that is why you see our people, when they leave 
our country to another country, after a few weeks, months, some one month, some one week, some one year, you will you notice a change. Even in their dressing, even in their talking, their language. Why? Because they are in a different environment and they have also allowed themselves, <coughs> sorry, they have allowed the environment to affect them. You can choose. I've seen people who have lived in the U.S. of A for 20 years, 15 years, if they tell you that this person has been here even for, for that long, you will never believe because their accent never changed. When they are talking to a fellow Nigerian, they speak clearly. But when they are talking to a citizen of that country for official reason, they have to speak the accent they will understand. I've also seen a family, a boy that was born in the U.S. He has never stepped his feet in Nigeria, but he speaks Igbo more than me. Huh? There is no reason why he should, but there was a conscious effort by the parent to teach him his language, his, the, the original language of where he came from. Yes, he's born in the U.S. Yes, he holds American passports. But the blood of his father runs in him. That's where he comes from. I'm talking about mindset, and it's very important that we take this to heart and understand it. When we have a particular mindset, when we develop our mindset in line with the word of God. Did you hear what Bishop Erumaka said on Sunday? One thing he said about arrow or being shot. He said something when he was speaking about grace. He said, as a human being that has a body, if you don't take care of your body, you will fall sick. If you eat the wrong food against your system, your body will react. You could fall sick. It's, did you hear that? In case you didn't hear, I want to repeat that to you. But he now said, but as a man that is redeemed, that is in Christ, that it is not possible for arrow to be shot against you, and what happened? And he comes. Why did he say that? Because of the mindset he has. His mind has been redeemed. Romans 12. Be ye transformed by what? Renewing of your mind. And that's what, see, you can be an, in a jegule and you will be more sound than somebody who lives in Banana Island. You can also be in Banana Island and you are as backward as any person can think about. It has to do with a state of mind. Even in the prayer that you pray, until your mind is shifted to the reality of your new self, who you are in Christ, you will continue to leave your old self. How do I mean? You see some people, when they are about to pray, it's more of a negative things. That is coming out of their mind. Every time they pray, you will see their old self. They are still recognizing Satan more than Christ in them. <coughs> Sorry. Are you understand what I'm saying? It's a state of mind. It's a state of mind. The more that you are talking about devil, it tells me who you are. The level you are operating 
spiritually. It means you have not been redeemed. It means that you don't believe that Christ has finished the work. It means there are still battles to be fought. Are you understand what I'm saying? So our mindset needs to do what? Shift by the entrance of the word. The Bible said, does what? Bring it forth light and understanding. It's pretty simple. You have to, it, just look at our children. Anything you just tell them, they believe. Because they believe in you. You are their parent. If you say it, they ha you have a good thought towards it. They have no reason to doubt you. That's the way we must believe our new man in him. In him. If he says that I came that he may have life. Not just life, but an abundant life. Why can't you believe it? Why can't you confess abundant life? Why can't you see abundant life? Why are you still seeing yourself from where you are coming from? That's the problem. And that's the reason why you can see somebody, a believer in Christ, is carrying Bible and putting it on his pillow to sleep. It's a mindset. That's the reason why you can see, you know, some of us still believe that we need some certain ornament and article to hold, to tie on our neck, on our waist, on our leg, that a pastor gives to you. Before you can feel protected. No, you don't need those things. He's already in you. That's why I don't get into aircraft and start praying. You are reacting to fear. You should have prayed before you embark on the journey. Are you understanding? It is for your information, in case you hear me. It is not the prayer that you pray in the aircraft that held the plane. It's not a prayer. Watch Jesus. Off scene, off scene. When I say off scene, when the camera has his focus on me now. When the people are off his sight. That's when he takes a retreat to go feel himself. No time did Jesus ever appear before an incident. All the blind people that came, that he began to pray. No, just watch scripture. There was no time he was praying. Prayer has been done. It's a mindset. It's a state of mind. That's why multitude of prayer is called repeated prayer. It's not allowed. There's a time you pray and pray and you pray through. You know that the matter is settled. You now begin to live a life of waiting for manifestation. You don't deal with the matter. Going on it again is being, being confusing to you. Proving to us that nothing has happened. I'm sure you heard the word P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. When you pray and you have a conviction that God has, then you come out of your prayer room. And then you can take your bath and eat and relax. That matter is gone. The devil will always want to bring your attention to it. Therefore, to doubt who you are. You know, he told Jesus, if you are the son, imagine somebody tell me, say, if you are Jonathan at this age, I'm still don't know I am. And I have to prove to somebody I am. You see, you have doubted yourself. So it's about the state of mind. What am I trying to say? In First Samuel, where we're reading, because of time. You have heard story about, you have heard so much about this incident. Ziglag being attacked, wives being kidnapped, children taken away, David coming from battle with his army, and getting to here was burned down. 
And in that state of mind, that's why I stopped there. It says, and David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was born with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Any person that is in this situation will almost lose his mind. And I remember I preached something about the peace of the Lord. What the peace of God means in the heart of men. And I told you that that peace, which is shalom in Hebrew, that peace is not the absence of trouble. Delivers every Vimai that I hear in the sound of my voice. Dickness, Julie, Mama Lee, Pastor uh, Bosse and Van, a uh, minister uh, or Dickin uh, Osazua. Let me tell you that there can never be a time when nothing is worrying you. You can't. It's just like a moment. St. Paul described it as, but for a moment. That is the mindset we are saying. That's the mindset I'm talking about. And we need to understand. Because some of us, you know, your joy is only when everything is okay. That's when we see your smiling face. No, you are still far from the journey of faith. You still don't understand who you are. You don't. I preach a message. Bleeding and what? I preach something a message about bleeding and blessing. Bleeding and blessing. That's what, what, and I use men of God, and I use mothers, for example. I use mothers, I use fathers, parents, what they are going through. Before their parents, they are smiling. Before their parents, they say, food is ready. But inside of them, the children don't know the extent the parents went. The price they paid. Maybe some certain things they wish not to do, but they have to do it. Just to put food on the table. And they are bleeding inside of them, but they are blessing their children. I'm talking about state of mind. So I'm telling us believers, everyone who is under the sound of my voice, it's not everything that you wished well for you that end up well. That does not mean that God is not with you. You have to have a mindset. It is well. It is well. That's where that wall, it is well. It is prophetic. It's speaking about the future. In pain, but he said it well. Calling those things that be not as though it were. The devil is expecting you to confess your situation, to leave your situation. The devil is expecting you that smile only comes in your face when something tangible touches your hand. That's pain. That's temporal. That's why today you see somebody call you for a party and you think that all is well with the person. His next moment, the next day or something, he's frowning. He's complaining. I want, he's not the person that will just finish eating in this house. I thought all is well with him. No. Our joys are not motivated by things we touch and feel. It's a lifestyle by redemption. Oh, you didn't hear Jesus? When they were celebrating that the lane walk, people bought cars. People were, and he told them, say, no. No. These are elementary people who are just starting the faith. The journey is still far. He said, don't rejoice. Because the same thing that is making you to laugh now will make you to cry tomorrow. Uh -uh. It's not people that uh, will like, ah, just bought Lamborghini. Guys, let's go and, let's go and uh, break the van. Let's go and enjoy ourselves. And the next day, the Lamborghini is taken away. The same thing that made you rejoice is now made you sad. So why are you holding on to such things? Why are you holding on to such things? We heard about the young boy who, who drowned. It was the same boy that the parents rejoiced over, bragged about. The same thing is taken away from them. What do you do now? Kill yourself? You won't live again? That's, that's life. 
It's a mindset. It's a mindset. I won't stop talking about my younger brother. It was the same week of our convention. 9 p.m. Some minutes past, the last one called me. The next thing I had, he said, brother, be strong, take heart. I knew that somebody has passed on. So the question is, who is the person? The least person. He was not sick, nothing. Coming from church as we are with all his family. None of you saw it on my face. And never the conviction went on. Because it's a state of mind. Everybody's going to go. When you don't know. How we don't even know. But for me, my mind is prepared for the worst. Because it's part of the journey of life. We have come. And as we have come, the next thing we are... We are walking towards exit. How long? You don't know. We are praying for a long life. Yeah, we are confessing. But sometimes it doesn't happen that way. And God still remains who he is. Is somebody understanding me? Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. When I got born again in 1988, in that classroom there, that school there, the first scripture, the Holy Spirit dropped to my heart. I used, we go to church, the Anglican church, but I'm not used to reading Bible and say I know scripture. No. So, the first word that was dropped in my spirit as a regenerated Christian was 2 Corinthians 4 and verse number what? I just wrote it down. And I picked the Bible. That before I took my first step into my new life in Christ. Second Corinthians 4 and verse 18. Let me have that scripture. Second Corinthians 4 and verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 18. Why we look not at the things which are seen. I can see Pete. I can see Sunday. I can see Minister Isaac. I can see James. I can see Faith. I can see you all. I can see the pulpit. I can see everything here. I see everybody that is seated here. Why we look not at the things that are seen? What does that mean? Uh, we are seeing it now. What it means there that why we why we should not concentrate. That's what it means there. Why we should not build mountain on what we see. Why we should not hold strongly. I should not hold Daniel in such a way that Daniel becomes my life. Unfortunately, whether Jonathan Imogu, no matter how much I love Daniel and it's my soul, like some people say my life, one day Daniel will be separated from me. Not necessarily by death. It could be by promotion. It could be by divine assignment. So what now happened to me? It means your life has gone. Life is taken away from you. So any person who loses his life will die. You are left to die. Since your soul has been taken away from you, then the next thing for you to die. I love him. I believe in him. But not dwelling in him. But are the things which are what not seen. Eternity. Your vision that has not been revealed or fulfilled. There are things that are not seen. The hope of glory. It's not yet seen. It's a hope. 
For the things that are seen are what? No, 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 no. Are what? Put that in your mind. That includes this. That includes me. That includes Aja. That includes that include this puppet. I'm sure a few months ago there was one that was here. You don't even know where it is again. Some of you have not seen it, but it's still in this environment. <laughs> you see how temporal life is? On Sunday, this place was filled to capacity with extension. Do you see the people now as we speak now? Temporal. What of the food that some of us are ready to make enemy? They didn't give me, they gave me. They took three and they gave me five. He took five, he gave me one. You have eaten it and you pass it away. And you are, hung, you are still hungry. You see how temporary these things are? God said, don't dwell on it. Don't make enemy. Don't make Pastor Paul say become your enemy. Over, over ephemeral things. Don't hold on to that shepherd say, oh, that uh, he didn't give me, he gave this one. They are temporary things. He didn't give you today, it could be tomorrow. Your own, when he comes for you tomorrow, it could be bigger than, far, far bigger than what the other one. Now you are killing yourself for this. Have that understanding. Can I tell you something? There's a mindset I have. If me and you have an appointment, and I didn't keep to it, or you didn't keep to it, sorry, rather, you didn't keep to it, the normal thing for a natural mind is to get upset. Especially when it took you a lot. But for me, how I train myself, what comes to me, I always said, what if something went wrong with him? I always think about your safety. Are you sure all is well with him? And I saw that from an average American. I see that from an average. That's where I drew that from and the word of faith. If they are driving and somebody is ahead of you, like we, 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 we are facing some. <laughs> I remember what you said. He said you would take stone. And one man was obstructing us. I said, oh, I wish I don't take stone. I just stole him so that you can move. Yeah. But an American would never think that way. What comes in mind is I hope all is well with him. And even when the car stopped, they will not, they will not be blowing their horn. And they, they will come down and walk to you gently. They say, is everything okay? Do you need help? Mindset. That's how they are trained. They know it's not normal. They think they know you can't just Eze can't drive out from his house and just come to the middle of the road and park. He must, he must be a man whose mind has been distorted. <laughs> or your health has affected you. That's the only reason you can park your car in the middle of the road. And they come with a mindset of help. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Our owner, as soon as first of all, after you blast and blast and blast. Do you know that the Okada Keke will now put uh, 14, for, you know those vehicles that has 14 tires, those trailers, those kind of humble. That's what, that's what Keke or Kada put through us. So when they ignite it, they ignite it and it's not working. It's not working. You're not moving. It'll come down and just go like that. Must everybody drive? Can't you go and look for someone to drive? And the person probably, sorry, he need your help. He's dying. If you can't drive, leave this street or let go. I said, move this bottle. Move this. You say, but that was somebody. You be saying somebody. I, I, I told somebody is pursuing him. He's shouting at the Lord of the Lord. Mindset. So for us who are transformed, let our mind be renewed. We must always consider the side of Christ. 
Let me round up because of time. I need to end in five minutes. So why David in First Samuel 30, in that state of mind, he could still come down and consult God. It's a state of mind. A lot of us will not do that. A lot of us, when somebody offends us, we don't remember God. We don't remember God. The next thing is we think of the strings we are going to pull. The insult we heap. How we are going to get back at the person. Talk less about your wife and children, kidnapped and going away. Say you have, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. David just know that God is everything to him. He gave the wife, he gave the children. I went on his an assignment to go and walk, not me personal. And God saw the people come, God took them. There must be something God knows that I don't know. So God, do I possibly, I mean, that's, I'm still thinking about it now. Even when I get to heaven, I'm asking God and, and David, I don't understand. How can somebody whose wife and children are kidnapped and he say, should I pursue? <laughs> His in-law will say, we know he didn't even love our daughter. <laughs> we know, who knows? I even arranged the thing. Because how can a normal man be saying, should I pursue? They're taking your wife, two of them for that matter. And children, they burn your heart. Those people are not joking now. And they say, should I pursue? That's why they laugh at people who take time to pray. They want to say, pray. I say, always pray. You should act. You say something. No. It's your mindset. Should I pursue? Should I overtake? Should I recover all? God gave him a clearance. And that's all that you need. Don't embark any journey that God is not part of it. Because your strength will fail you. Your knowledge will disappoint you, ladies and gentlemen. And as God said, pursue, overtake, recover all. He went. And while he goeth with his men, behold, an Egyptian boy was dying, right? State of mind. That's where I will surrender. I will give up. State of mind. The mind, the passion. For God so loved the world. Love thy neighbor as thyself. This is where the fulfillment of the scripture is. Saw the child dying. They stopped. They helped him. Mindset. They gave him bread. They gave him food. They gave him water. His strength came back to him. Like the Samarian. That was the least person that was expected to do what he did. But he has to do it. Our mind how we think, how we think about the work of God, how, I think, how we think about who we are here. If you understand that we are not just an expression, we are a family, we are, we are together, we are brethren, that's what the Bible said. That, that Pastor Bosse is happy, I am happy. That he's sad, to make me to be sad. She can't be sad and I'll be declaring party. That's what togetherness is. It's a mindset. The bond. The bond. Togetherness. A state of mind. That's what makes us strong. That's what's recorded in Genesis when the Bible said the people are one and nothing can be withheld from them. There's nothing they cannot achieve. Nothing they cannot achieve. I see why you went to Imo State to campaign or town hall meeting. I read in paper, I was not there, that the government, governor of Imo State made a donation of one, one billion to support his campaign. And he said, 
2,000 businessmen contributed 500K each. Within the five states for this. And I said, this is how it is. These people know how to strengthen themselves. They know how to shield themselves. That's why I don't feel okay if I drive to church and service is over. And there's a space in my car. I can't pick one. Except nobody is going my direction. I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't, I don't know. It could have been the other way around. How, how do we... How do you teach that person that when it is turn, it should do likewise? Galatians 6.10. Is that not already in scripture? As you have opportunity. Having a car is an opportunity. Going the direction somebody is going is an opportunity. Yes, there are dangers there. Yes, but we are brethren. You know me, I know you know my house. You know me for years, so there's nothing to fear me about. It doesn't matter whether me and you agree on the same thing or the other. I owe you the duty to hop in. So, so, so just drop you. It doesn't change anything. My poor don't increase, does not reduce. Because that's my mindset. That's my mindset. What, the mon- what I will eat till I die, I cannot look for it. How much do you need as an individual to feed in a day? So you see that God is prospering you for generations, for the global, not about yourself. How can you have clothes that you are not using and somebody can celebrate it and you keep it? It doesn't make sense. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. If we know that as we, we believe what we are reading about how temperate things we feel. Uh, when we say this thing doesn't make sense to some. But we see the reality every day how people are passing by. They are living houses. That they live in. Those, are, those who put secret money somewhere. They don't tell their wife, they don't tell their husband, they don't tell their children, and suddenly, pam, they say something happened, it's gone. That's why you see some bankers grow fat, they just become rich overnight, because it was between you and them. Only your only account officer knows that secret money you are saving. And when you go, since he knows that nobody knows, you have made wealth for him. He will not leave it, somebody must spend it. Change your mind, renew your mind as that of Christ. He said, I came that ye may have life and life more abundantly. That's the mindset. It's not stupidity. Sometimes I know things I keep quiet. It's a state of mind. I don't need to always respond. When, when you are cheating me, I know you have cheated me. I know. Finally, you know, I went to Kogi to preach in Covenant Church. That's Pastor Matthew Adegmovich or me and Pastor uh, Alex. Coming back, I told you this story. We stopped, up, stopped by to buy a plantain on the roadside. I pulled over. That was uh, the other Lexus 570. I sent him to go buy it. And I saw how he was battling with the woman. So I, I, I came down and crossed over. I asked the woman, how much? He mentioned the price. Let's say like, let's say he says 7,000 or thereabouts. I gave her 10,000. It wasn't 10, it wasn't that, but I've just used that as an example. <laughs> It's like, unless you not enter the vehicle back again. <laughs> it's like it should not enter the vehicle back again. Instead of facing me, he didn't face me, he faced the woman. He faced the woman. He allowed me to move. I had to come back to come and calm him down. He didn't bring out the money. And I was saying, at least I'm saying, that's why they invited me. So it's not that I'm, not, I'm insane. You want to help your pastor. I'm not in trouble. You are trying to protect me and defend me. 
was telling the woman, he said, how many, have, this card now that you see, how many people have passed here today with it? Okay, that's what you saw that made you now increase price. So if it's me that come, will you mention this price? You saw my password card, that's why you now increase it. Eh? The woman was looking. <laughs> I had to come and rescue the woman. I said, let's go, man of God. He said, Papa, no, no, no. I said, come now. I'll leave you here. He now came and down. So as we took off, we are now driving. I said, I said Alex, so I said, I thank you for your defense mechanism. <laughs> I said, I'm not stupid. I said, don't you think, I remember the statement I made. I said, don't you think that we are the prayer that the woman prayed for today? Say, God bless me. God help me. Don't you think that we are the prayer answered? We are prayer that the woman prayed for. That, okay. I, I, Alex, and I asked me, can't I pull over this car, cross over, give this woman this money, enter my car and go? He said, I can do it. I said, so what's your problem? What's your problem? So why can't you see that we just blessed her? Not that we are, you cheated us or we are foolish. See that way. Mindset. Mindset. I told him that I can give her the money and then go without taking the stuff. And maybe that would have been better for you. So it's even better now. We gave her the money and we just took her plantain that it's not worth it. That's you, you should be okay with that. He was still sweating inside the car. I believe if, if he's watching me now, by now, <laughs> maybe then he was not a practicing pastor. He has no congregation, so doesn't know how it means for a shepherd to look after his sheep. What mothers and fathers go through to their children. Now he's doing one day. I think he will understand better. Rise your feet, everybody. Yes, you are the Lord. Most high, we say, yes, you are the Lord. That the most We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.